Hello ninjas and ninjets and welcome to another episode of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Tim Cameron Kitchen. I'm the UK's best-selling digital marketing author and I'm head ninja at lovely digital marketing agency Exposure Ninja. This show is all about helping you to generate more leads and sales through your website. And in this episode, I'm very happy to welcome back Lawrence Newton from Exposure Ninja. We've had a lot of feedback from people that they really enjoy the early episodes of the podcast where we're actually talking to the ninjas from Exposure Ninja team. So um, what we wanted to do for a few episodes now is to actually take you behind the scenes of some real life client campaigns that we've been running. So Loz has come on to talk about a particular Facebook ad campaign that we've been running for a, a book launch. And he explains the sort of targeting that we used, the strategy, what happened. A slightly different campaign, this, because we're actually driving people not to the author's website, but to Amazon. So he talks through some of the challenges and opportunities around that. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, don't forget to let us know what you think about this episode and the podcast in general by leaving a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, don't forget to check out show notes at ExposureNinja.com forward slash podcast. Loz, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me again, Tim. It's been a while, hasn't it? The dream team back together. <laughs> yeah. So talking with Paul, I was on episode, what was it, one one to five, I think. And then <laughs> then I've not been back since. Oh, Loz. I've been left Loz. out. Personally, mate, don't. We're having all these interviews, but a lot of feedback is always that people really like the ninja episodes where we talk with internal ninjas. So yeah, we're going to do some of that. So in this episode, we're going to talk through one particular campaign which uh, you ran for uh, Facebook ads, didn't you? And we're going to talk through a book launch process that we used to help one of our clients, Vicky, from from Honest Mum. So do you want to set the scene for us? What did Vicky come to us asking us to do? Yes. Yeah, so um, Vicky is the writer of the Honest Mum blog. She's got a, a large kind of following um, on social media um, over the last few years, sort of talking about parenting and lifestyle tips and and recipes and film and travel and you know all kinds of different stuff yeah really great blog if you want to, if you're into that kind of stuff so definitely do check it out and then you know based on sort of that writing that blog over time she's then kind of collated all of that information and made and written a book called mum boss the subtitle is the honest mum's guide to surviving and thriving at work and at home yeah it's just all, all that kind of same same sorts of stuff but kind of condensed down into book form so that you can read that out and about and she wanted help really promoting that book um across her social media channels um, so yeah, we needed to put together a Facebook ad campaign so that we could sort of leverage the, the social media following that she's got already and try and yeah, get people to, to purchase the book during the, um, the sort of one month launch window. So we started when the book went live and we, and we ran a campaign for the first month to try and drive sales during that period. So, and, and I have to say, I've read Mum Boss. I bought it on the day of release. And even though I'm not a Mum Boss, I'm obviously a Dad Boss now. Um, it's such a good book, and it's classic Vicky. It's completely open, completely honest, and really shows behind the scenes of of what it's like being a high profile Mum blogger. And Vicky is super high profile. She's on national TV. She's like doing radio interviews and all that sort sort of stuff, and working with some huge global brands. 
the reason that she asked us to help with the book stuff is obviously we've promoted books ourselves. Now, our books, we don't have the the benefit of being a large celebrity. Like I'm not on TV, I'm not on radio much. So we've grown our books and, and got them to bestseller status through pure digital marketing, hard graft. So we're really excited by the opportunity to combine Vicky's high profile with some real old school direct response, hard graft. Now, obviously, Loz, we were driving traffic to Amazon, which provides a little bit of a tracking challenge, doesn't it? So how do we kind of measure the success on a campaign like this? The, the, the kind of first thing to touch on is that, you know, normally our best practice with a Facebook ads campaign is that we'd be installing the Facebook pixel, which we've talked about previously, um, about sort of some of the reasons why you might do that. So you might do that so that you can track, you know, the amount of people that are landing on the page and viewing the, the page that you're driving people to. And you may also then, you know, track conversions based on that traffic as well. So you may be able to see how many sales you're getting based on based on your ad campaign, which obviously, you know, really, really useful data. Unfortunately, because, you know, what we're doing here is we're doing a, a you know, national book launch, which is on, uh, at, sold on Amazon, not through, um, you know, an external website that we had access to. We weren't able to install the Facebook pixel. So the fact that we couldn't install the Facebook pixel did somewhat limit what kind of tracking we could do. So yeah, in order to try and, you know, get the best results that we could, what we did is we focused on, um, obviously, you know, traffic. So we're making sure that people are clicking the link rather than any other engagement metric with a Facebook ad. And we also made sure that we had some really highly targeted ad sets so that we know that these people are definitely going to be the people that are interested in, in what it is that Vicky's got to say and are interested in in Vicky's book. So yeah, it was a bit of a, a bit of a shame that we couldn't install more tracking information. But yeah, we know that it's a very successful campaign. But unfortunately, we can't give specific results about how many sales are, resu- are um, as a result of our ads, unfortunately. Uh, like we found with our own books when we when we drove Facebook ads to them, we know that Amazon as a website converts well. So if you're driving, you know, a few thousand or even hundreds of clicks to an Amazon page, you have to assume that, you know, the clicks are qualified. People don't go to Amazon because they're looking for information. They go to Amazon to buy. So there's going to be a certain amount of, of commercial intent. The other reason that we like doing this type of stuff is Amazon has its own visibility algorithms and things like the amount of traffic coming to a page is really important for Amazon because it needs to know that if I'm going to be showing a bunch of books on people who bought this also bought, or I'm going to be showing books in people's search results, I want to make sure that those books are popular and that they're going to be selling. So if we can drive traffic through Amazon, there's like a secondary benefit there in in helping the books with, um, with the Amazon ranking as well. In to that end, we did also obviously achieve some pretty good results in terms of Amazon bestseller lists, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit in in a little bit when we talk about results. Uh, but that was obviously yeah quite quite important because you know showing up on those Amazon bestseller lists means that you know like you say we're more likely to show up in um, recommend recommendations. You know if you like this book, you might like other kind of things and, and that sort of placing. So yeah, we got some good results in terms of that as well. So talk us through the campaign, Loz. What assets did you start with and what sort of ads were you creating? 
Vicky was really fantastic in that she's, yeah, like you say, she's a really high profile and has worked with, you know, lots of celebrities in the past. And she was able to get some fantastic quotes from some celebrity friends and, and uh, colleagues that have that have read her book and, and are giving some really strong recommendations. So the starting point for Facebook ads in, in terms of ad copy was to was to take those quotes and then turn them into something that would be sort of easily digestible when you're scrolling through the Facebook newsfeed. So uh, what we did was uh, basically we took um, some some imagery from the, um, where Vicky had um, been on a photo shoot recently, and um, we took images of Vicky and obviously of the book itself, and we combined that with some quotes from from different celebrities that we've um, that uh, that had uh, read the book, and then basically what we were trying to do is we wanted to leverage the fact that um, that these people have got um, large audiences themselves, so we were able to target those. Those, those audiences on Facebook as well. So, so for example, uh, Sarah Willingham, we had a we had a quote from her. So we're able to obviously target people like that, like Dragon's Den and that sort of thing. And some of the other quotes were from Julia um, Banbury. And oh, oh, let me get the list of quotes that um, Una Healy from the Saturdays. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. So we had we had some really great names, and it was just basically a case of targeting the those people that like those celebrities on Facebook and showing them ads from people that they already you know know about and care about and saying hey you know you're um, somebody that you're interested in recommends this so you know there's a pretty pretty high chance that if um if you got a celebrity recommendation somebody that you trust and, and care about their opinion if they're saying that it's good then there's a pretty good chance that you're going to check that out so so that's what we did there so if I like Unahili and I'm following Unahili on Facebook, and then what happens is I see an ad with Una's quote saying, you know, Mumboss is a killer book, everyone should go and read it. That has massive credibility to me because Una's such an influence in my life. And here she is, my idol saying, go and get this book. So it's really kind of targeted, isn't it? It's a great way to use testimonials of people that already have a, a following, I guess, and just piggyback on their popularity. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, like you say, obviously, testimonials themselves, you know, can be can be a really great sales tool. You know, even if it's not somebody famous, somebody that that you that you've heard of. But then when you couple that with an authority figure, you know, somebody whose opinion you know and trust, then yeah, um, absolutely uh, massive in terms in terms of the kind of results that you can get there. So stepping out of this particular campaign for a second and, and going more towards listeners, how, how can listeners be using testimonials if they don't have the sort of testimonials of people that have large audiences? How, how can they use testimonials in their ads? Yeah, well, I mean, um, like I say, uh, testimonials from from your customers are still going to be um, a really strong way of um, giving people some trust in your brand and, tr- and trust in your products. So it doesn't have to be somebody famous. And if it's somebody that's that's used your product and is and it's not something that you've paid for, then then that testimonial can be really really valuable as a sales tool. So just saying, hey, you know, I've I've used this product and I like it for these reasons is is a really fantastic um, sales method. So. Yeah, can't can't really be understated that um, if you're if you're starting out as a new business, one of the first things you should be doing is getting some testimonials from your customers. Okay, cool. So, all right, talk me through 
how the ad campaign was structured then? What, how did you set up all these ads? Did you have them in their own ad groups? Did you put them all in one big ad group? Like what was the, what was the structure there? Yeah. So in terms of structure, what we did is we started with a, um, with an ad template. So we, we had the layout mostly fixed in terms of, um, in, in terms of, um, imagery for the, for the book cover and also some image, some great images of Vicky herself. And then they were combined with, like I say, the, the ads from, from each celebrity. Once we then made those ads, we then uh, created an individual ad set for each of the each of the celebrity or quotes and celebrity audiences. Um, so then we were able to target interests that's directly related to that celebrity, but also then add in some some things around it. So, for example, like you said, Una Healy, we can obviously target her as an individual, but then we've also got the Saturdays that we can target, um, and then we've you know got the opportunity if we wanted to expand the audience, then we could go a little bit further out, and we could add um, we and we could add in you know kind of pop music and that's and the whole kind of yeah people that are going to like that sort of genre. We mostly focused on quite specific because we need because we knew that we were really going to be quite time strict in terms of this campaign. We're running for one month, uh, so we we didn't have time to go for those larger sizes of audiences. So we're really focusing as laser sharp as we could in terms of, in terms of targeting so individual celebrity audiences and things that are directly related to them. So if it was um, yeah somebody that's that's obviously been on a on a TV show, then you know we'll be targeting the TV shows that they that they. That they are on, as well as uh, people that that like them as an individual celebrity. So, what about schedule? So, did we just set up the ads and then leave them uh, once the book was launched, or did you update messaging over time? How did how did that all work? Yes, yeah, so that was that was something which we needed to monitor very very closely. So we started with um, quotes from all of the different celebrities that we could do. So we had, I think, we had forty five ads when um, when the campaign went live, and then over the first week we pared that down to um, about twenty. So that was really just basically uh, based on the feedback that we were getting. So, you know, the amount of likes, the amount of clicks, all those kinds of metrics which we can see in Facebook. So we were really just looking to see which which quotes people were engaging with the the most, and then you know from from week two onwards, we would then just sort of we would then be looking to to heavily promote the ones that were performing best. One thing that we also did is we also played around with the amount of text that we had in the quote itself. So we had a, we had, for example, a, um, a quote from Sarah Willingham um, who had who had quite a long quote. So it was about five sentences, and we started off with with you know basically quoting that almost um, entirely. Uh, but then uh, towards the end, what we found was much more appealing to people is a much shorter quote. So this book is a must read something that's just, you know, really short um, and gets the point across um, straight away, we found to get really good results. So we started off with kind of, yes, it's some longer, longer form quotes, but we found that they didn't work quite as well as something short and snappy. So that's the kind of direction that we ended up following over the, um, over the month that the campaign was running for. So in that first week where there were 45 ads running, what sort of things were you looking at to say, okay, this ad is a loser, we're going to cut it. This ad is a winner, we're going to put more budget behind it. Because this campaign, we're focused on driving traffic to Amazon. We're focused uh, primarily on sales. The majority of it was based on um, on cost per click, yeah, so a number of clicks. So 
cost per click is just basically the amount of ad that you've the amount of ad budget that you've spent and divided by the uh, the number of clicks that the advert has received so far so that gives you an idea about how much it costs to get traffic over to over to Amazon and um, obviously that was really really important so that was our primary metric so yeah if if the cost per click was too high we would stop the ads from running if um, if we found that the cost per click was super low then we would have um you know we'd we'd look in more detail about what it is that that ad was doing that was um was getting such good results so cost per click was our primary metric, but we were also very keen on looking at the relevance score for the ads as well. So relevance score in Facebook is basically Facebook's kind of combined metrics for all engagement on an ad. So it takes things like um, it would take it would include um, link clicks. So if somebody's clicked on the link, if somebody's clicked on the ad image itself, if somebody's clicked on see more. So if you've got a, a longer piece of text and then you have that dot 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 see more um, to expand the rest of the text, then um, then that would that would be included. Um, and then also things like likes, comments, and shares, and also likes for the page as well as likes for the ad the um, the post individually. All of those metrics basically are combined into one thing called a relevance score, which is um, is a number from um, one to 10. And, and basically, that's a really nice kind of way to, to quickly gauge and quickly compare the individual ads to see which ones are, are performing well. Um, obviously, you know, it's great to look at, you know, which ones are getting the most liked, which ones are getting the most comments, all that kind of stuff. But really, when you're running that many ads and we're running 45 different ads, we want to quickly be able to tell at a glance which ones are the ones that are doing well, which ones we need to stop. So it was, yeah, pretty much cost per click and then uh, and then relevant score were the two the two main things that we were looking at. And so people know, what sort of relevant scores do you consider to be healthy when, when we're running an ads campaign? So, I mean, it really does kind of vary from industry to industry. So this is um, you know, an exciting campaign. We've got quotes from celebrities. We've got you know, some established audiences in terms of Mumboss's own audience and, and, audience celebra- and um, the audiences from the celebrities as well. So yeah, we were hoping for some good engagement levels because of all those reasons. But yeah, we weren't kind of expecting the, the, the engagement that we did actually end up getting. So our relevant scores for, for the ads that we ended up running um, from weeks two onwards, we didn't, we didn't run anything that was that was less than a, than an 8 out of 10 relevant score so really really happy with it with relevant um, relevant score for the ads but obviously, you know, if you're in, you know, for for our our listeners, if you're in a you know less exciting, less less sort of sexy industry, you know, if we're, we've got some, you know, dental um, hygiene clients, and we've got obviously solicitors and that kind of thing, you know, if you're in those kind of industries, then you might expect to see less high relevance scores, just because you know it's it's not something that people are as immediately keen to engage with, so you may be happy with a lower relevance score than that. But yeah, sort of anything anything less than an eight for us was was something that we were we were looking at why why is that not getting better engagement awesome sounds cool so all right let's talk through results then what happened and how do we know if it was a success over the over the month of may we spent a um a total ad spend of 320 pounds and that resulted in um a total of 836 link clicks so link clicks in, in our case is highly targeted traffic. So this is people that are engaged with a celebrity. They're engaged with that quote. They're interested in this product and they're clicking on, on what is clearly advertised as a product page. So there's, there's no kind of, we didn't sort of use any of the tactics in, in terms of come and check out more. This was, you know, purchase this book now. 
when we've got 836 link clicks, this is people that are clicking in order to purchase or, or have clicked, you know, based on that on that kind of call to action. So yeah, 836 link clicks. Um, as I said, unfortunately, we can't track the exact number of sales, but you know, we know from we know from Vicky and we know from the Amazon results that she's got that it was a really successful campaign. So great to be part of that, but unfortunately, we can't give individual sales numbers or anything like that. So those that was our primary metric was the 836 link clicks that we got. But we did also get quite a lot of uh, engagement as well. So the, our campaign resulted in uh, 23 page likes for um, Honest Mum, uh, resulted in 306 post reactions. Um, so that's likes, loves, laughs, all, all that kind of stuff. And then uh, 11 post comments as well. So people commenting on the on the ads themselves uh, so some, some great social metrics as well as as well as the actual traffic that we managed to drive to the page so to me that's quite an interesting set of results for a spend of a few hundred pounds over 800 clicks but actually relatively few comments and page likes would you say not a huge number no so in terms of in terms of the engagement and metrics that we were getting and relevance scores we were getting a lot of that does come from from the link clicks and obviously from post mm-hmm. reactions so we've we've got people that are that are liking the ad and that kind of thing and also yeah that would just be based on you know if people are scrolling past that in the news feed or if they're if they're engaging and, and it, it taking in the post as well so um yeah we managed so in terms of in terms of the relevance score it was considered a really good result in terms of yeah maybe maybe those social metrics not immediately massively exciting but i think i think really the the kind of takeaway from that is that we were heavily focused on you know a um what's a, a direct sales kind of message so so that's kind of why we didn't get as much engagement as um, as we might have done with a slightly different angle on the campaign Got it, because I know we've run other other Facebook ad campaigns, I'm thinking, for the, the the tuition courses, where the the secondary benefit, if you like, so the page likes and the post comments will be massive, massive, massive. And, you know, the the, the direct kind of commercial goal is, you know, they're, they're pretty evenly split. So the post is getting a lot of commercial clicks and it's also getting a lot of engagement, whereas this one huge amount of commercial intent there so many people clicking and and such healthy metrics there but less less kind of interaction so i guess the fact that the ads were so heavily focused on driving people straight to amazon was was probably a reason if maybe if we were asking people for their top tips on being a mum boss or something like that then might have had much higher engagement and more page likes but actually nowhere near as much uh, commercial traffic to amazon i suppose yeah, I, I totally agree. So I think really we, we were obviously focused on on book sales. That was that was our main goal. So yeah, and, and all of our ads uh, were focused around that. So the the call to action on the ads was how to be a mum boss purchase on Amazon. And then we also had some ads that you, that had the buy now button that you can include with a Facebook ad as well. So all of our ads are really really clear that this is this is a product that we're selling to this audience and um, we're selling it to you because we think you'll be interested in it you know based on the interests and, and based on you know these celebrity um interests and that kind of thing so yeah we're, we're really con- really just focusing online on sales as much as possible and on um yeah and, and getting the the product in in the in front of people that are going to be interested in it yeah, for sure. Cool. And then bestseller rankings, obviously, that was one of our primary goals for this campaign, wasn't it? Because we know from experience that if you get a book into bestseller rankings, then that's when things really start to get super interesting. And that's when you can kind of sustain sales long term. 
Yeah, bestseller rankings for the book. Um, we had three categories. When we initially launched, those three categories were were a little bit strange. So, so one of them we weren't quite sure why we were showing up in that category. We managed to change that um, so that we we had some some really great relevant categories. So, categories that we showed up in e-business, starting a business, and also computing as well. So I think computing, their idea was obviously this is a, you know, based online. Um, We managed to uh, get a number two bestseller rank um, in all all of those categories. That's the highest which I saw it um, at. I need to double check with Vicky about, you know, what was the highest that we ever got. If we did hit that number one spot or not, I don't, I don't know the, the answer to that. And yeah, she was posting on Facebook as we were going, we've now just hit, you know, number top five or top three or whatever on all these different categories. And the great thing about those bestseller lists is once you're on them, you kind of tend to sustain as long as the book is good quality. Loz, I'm interested, what did you learn during this campaign that uh, that was new to you? Were there any surprises, anything that, that kind of shocked you about the, the campaign as you were running it? Yeah, so I think probably one of one of the things that I would take away from the campaign is that it, it would have been great to start the uh, promotion earlier. So it would uh, I think what we could have done is we could have built hype around pre-orders and um, and the fact that you're you're soon going to be able to purchase the book and then kind of change that traffic into sales traffic closer to the time. So that that's something which I I would have liked to have done with the campaign, but unfortunately we just we just didn't get get the time to do that. Um, so that would have been would have been really exciting. And then the other thing, like I say, is is I think probably what you were talking about um, a minute ago, Tim, in terms of the difference between commercial intent traffic and um, and engagement metrics. So certainly in the past, we've had a look at some engagement metrics and gone, yeah, this campaign's doing really fantastic based on, you know, likes and comments and that kind of thing. When, when really, you know, if, if the, if it's commercial intent that we're after, then maybe those metrics aren't really that all about important. So, so yeah, maybe, maybe sort of focusing on, um, exactly your your goals is is something to think about in it for future campaigns as well awesome any tips for anybody who's running a uh, a, a book promo on facebook then other than obviously make sure you start with plenty of time in, in the run-up to uh, to the book launching I would say, yeah, if, if you can get some testimonials and that kind of thing, then that's absolutely fantastic. Collecting, yeah, sort of the resources you're going to need together in regards to uh, some, some great imagery to go alongside that would be would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and, and then um, making sure that you're showing up in the right categories and Amazon and that kind of thing as well. Uh, so actually, I've ju- I just checked Vicky's Facebook before we came on. It's actually number one bestseller in four categories. Okay for a new book is um is fantastic so obviously we didn't do all of that vicky was on tv and stuff as well but we were very very happy to be a part of that and uh yeah really really enjoy working with vicky she's such a a force of nature isn't she yeah definitely it's it's an amazing campaign to be to be alongside yeah every time i spoke to, to vicky she was off on doing another tv interview or something exciting so yeah really great campaign to be part of and really enjoyed it awesome loz Thank you so much for joining us. Cheers, Tim.
If you need help with your website's digital marketing, so perhaps your sales are too low, your rankings dropped, or you just want to be a bit more aggressive and get yourself some visibility, then we have something which is going to really help you do that. It's our free website and marketing review. Now, this is a 20-minute video that we'll record and send over to you. It's completely custom. Everything is bespoke to your business. This is not some automatically generated software thing. One of our expert team will take a look through your website. They'll have a look at what digital marketing you've been doing. They'll take a look at rankings, opportunity to improve your visibility on Google. They'll also have a look at your competitors. So which competitors are doing the best and how are they doing it and how well are they doing? So they'll wrap all of this info into the video for you and they'll also give you a prioritized action plan that you can follow at the end to increase your leads and sales over the next 12 months. So if this sounds of interest, it's completely free of charge and there's no obligation to use our service, head over to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review. That's ExposureNinja.com forward slash review.